Hello, my name is Charity and I'm from the blog Clarity with Charity. I'm so happy that you're here for our Advent 2019 series. If you're not already, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at Clarity with Charity. I'm always popping in there doing fun things and hosting giveaways. It's a great way for us to connect. Every week, the first Monday of the week leading up until Christmas time, I am going to share a brief poem, an encouragement, some action points, and some questions for you to be asking God throughout the week. And then we will also have a scripture reading for that Advent week. And I really just hope that this quick five-ish minutes is an encouragement for your heart at the beginning of the week, that it sets your mind and heart in the right place of focusing on Jesus as we prepare to celebrate during this Christmas season. This first week is called the Prophecy Week. And the poem for this week is called Invited. Christmas is for you, abandoned, lost, alone. Christmas is for you, orphans without a home. Christmas is for you, overlooked and in chains. Christmas is for you, trapped with constant pain. Christmas is for you, seekers with question, wanting truth, not watered down religion. Christmas is for you, longing for power, adoption, salvation, birthed Christmas hour. Our scripture reading is Isaiah 51, three through five. The Lord will surely comfort Zion and will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of singing. Listen to me, my people, hear me, my nation. Instruction will go out from me. My justice will become a light to the nations. My righteousness draws near speedily. My salvation is on the way and my arm will bring justice to the nations. Isn't it amazing to think that every human longing, every place of human brokenness, bondage and pain, Every question of our hearts was answered the day Jesus was born. It was answered because his birth was the fulfillment of many prophecies foretelling the birth of Jesus. And those prophecies we can read about all throughout the Old Testament. One of those prophecies was the scripture that we just read together today. As we begin this Advent season, my prayer for you is that the Holy Spirit moves within you to be expectant, expectant that the perfect Son of God, who came to earth as human flesh, lived a perfect life, died on the cross, taking away all of our sin and shame, and then rose again, conquering death and the grave forever, giving us a way to not only be saved from our sin, but to live eternally in heaven and to have access to a daily relationship with Jesus Christ. We can be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit again and again and continually commune with our perfect Father. Jesus, that Jesus, if you have chosen him and and asked him to be the Lord and Savior of, of your life, he is alive inside of you. He is alive and wants to move in your life in a real and powerful way this Christmas season. I hope you just heard that gospel summary and your heart leaped inside of you. If it didn't, maybe go ahead and listen to it again. Remind yourself of the power and hope of the gospel. I pray today that your heart is overwhelmed, that with the thought that 
every longing you carry, every scar, sorrow, impossible situation that you may find yourself in, bondage that you feel chained to, any place inside of you that is longing to be healed, delivered, and overcome, you can experience that today through the power of Jesus Christ inside of you. Let's expect him to move this Christmas season in a way we have never seen before because he is longing to. Your action point for this week is to read through the scripture, Isaiah 51, 3 through 5, that I just read. You can go back and listen to it again or pull out your Bible. It's Isaiah 51, 3 through 5. And after you have read that, here are some questions to ask the Lord. And if you're in a place where you can write down your answers, that's going to be really helpful for you. So here's the first question. Lord, where in my life do I feel like there is a wasteland or a desert? The next question, in the places that feel hopeless, like a wasteland or a desert, what are you wanting to do there in those places? After you've written that down, go ahead and just pray this simple prayer, either with these words or in your own way as the Spirit leads you. Jesus, give me a fresh gift of faith today to believe that you can do what you just said that you wanted to do in my wasteland and desert places. And then go ahead and ask him, Jesus, would you give me a promise from your word, the Bible, to memorize and stand on in faith as I believe your word to me. And the reason that I'm having you do that, asking God for a scripture, and I encourage you to write it down, put it in multiple places that you'll see it, is because so often God will give us a promise. He'll say, hey, in the places that have been deserts, in the places that have felt like a wasteland, I'm going to bring hope and life and joy. He may say, I'm going to bring healing to your marriage, healing to your body. I'm going to bring salvation to your children. I'm going to bring lost children back home to the Father. There are so many promises that I just believe he is longing to speak to your heart. He's saying, I want to set you free today from that addiction, from that bondage, from that habitual sin, from that place that you feel like you can't get out of, from low self-esteem, from the lies of the enemy that feels so true. He's saying, I want to set you free so that you're continually walking in truth. But what happens is we can get all fired up and I've been there fired up with the promises of God. And then that feeling can fade the next day. The enemy starts saying, well, are you sure that God can really do that? Well, you're believing for this, but you're not seeing it happen. So you must not have really heard that or God really doesn't care or he's not powerful enough or he's not working today or you sinned. And so like this thing isn't going to come true and he can come with those lies and they can feel so real. And so that's why in Ephesians 6, it says that the word of God is a sword to us and we have to take up the word of God when the lies of the enemy come and we have to say, you know what? I don't feel like it today, but this is what the word of God says. And the word of God is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And you take out your sword and you start fighting the lies of the enemy with it. And you stand on that word of God and you repeat it over and over and over again, even if you don't feel like it. And that's where the power and the victory can come. So that is my encouragement to y'all today. You get 
a scripture, a word from God that you can use as a weapon. It doesn't have to be long. It can be a couple of words and you memorize it over this week and you say, this is what God's promised me. And when the attack of the enemy comes, this is what I'm going to use to fight. And I want you to know that I am praying for you this week. Not only that you are experiencing breakthrough and experiencing hope in places that have felt like a desert and wasteland, but I am praying for you that you will take up the sword, the word of God that God has given you and through the power of his Holy Spirit that you will use it to vanquish every scheme of the enemy against you because that's who you're made to be in the kingdom of God. You're a warrior. You're not helpless. You're not alone. You are not a victim. You are a daughter or son of a most high king and you have everything you need. And one of those things that you need so desperately is to hold on to the word of God. All right. I am praying for you. Y'all have an amazing start of your Advent season. I will be back here on Monday, whether you're getting this via email, if you're finding it on my blog or my Instagram or here on this um, uh, podcast, I will come back Monday morning. There'll be another um, week for you to listen to something else for you to be thinking about that week. All right. I'm praying for you. Bye.